The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school wrestling. Tonight, it's a Heartland Athletic Conference duel from Kearney as the Bearcats welcome in the Columbus Discoverers. High School Wrestling on ESPN Tri-Cities is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. An escape now for Trevino, so 5-3 take Kuchera, still 22 seconds to go. But Trevino hasn't had really any good shots. Now he comes in on a single. Good hip defense there by Kuchera. He's got Trevino all bellied out here. Try, try and see if Tate can go high leg here and break that lock. Short time, though. They're going to call a stalemate. Carney begins a very busy weekend with a matchup against number five Columbus. It's the Discoverers and the Bearcats coming up next as Central Nebraska's best wrestling coverage continues. But first, it's time for the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll join KXPN Sports Director Doug Duda live from Carney High right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And good evening, everyone. Welcome to Carney High's Auditorium for the annual auditorium, and as they call it here, under the lights duel. And this year, Carney High will be taking on Columbus. Doug Duda joined by Frank Kuchera, who we all know from Carney High and the UNK and his time here working with the Bearcats. And of course, we see him at the championship Saturday with his smiling face on TV, and he is back with us here on ESPN for what should actually be, Frank, a really good duel because you're starting to see, especially for some of these teams, we're, we're going through illnesses, but both the guys are telling me, and Coach Keesweater and in Coach Bauer, that they're, they're starting to get some guys back. Maybe for Carney, we'll see how many of them are actually back tonight. Yeah, I think uh, the majority of guys are going to be in there as far as what, what Carney High hopes to have down the home stretch. Um, I can't speak for, for Columbus uh, for sure as far as that goes, but uh, um, uh, this could be a razor-thin razor, uh, razor thin duel tonight. Talk about what got this going. Uh, the first time it was Lincoln East, the school had just been built. It was basically packed in here. The Rowdies were hanging over the top. I mean, it's, it's not quite that atmosphere, but it's close. It's a unique event. Lincoln East continues to do it back and forth with Carney High. But the inception of this, uh, talk about how that all came about. Yeah, I, th I think uh, maybe we took a page from Lincoln East's book. I remember going there and doing it on their stage. Um, that was when Coach Swarm was here. And, and uh, Coach Swarm, he's kind of a one-upper, so he took it to the next level here, especially when we had uh, these brand-new uh, amazing facilities built here. And I tell you what, if you didn't know anybody, this is custom-made for a wrestling duel right here. It's going to be fun. We will start at 126 tonight they're kind of putting the state finals feel because maybe the premier match will be archer Heelan of carney and blake cerny of columbus they are at 120 but that doesn't mean we're not going to see some other good ones uh the first one out of the gate here will be the top ranked wrestler at 126 for columbus and we'll kind of break that down here in a little bit but uh on paper i know you guys uh, kind of pencil it out if there isn't a whole lot of switching back and forth on paper this should be close. Now, on paper, UNK should have beat Grandview last Friday, too. That's not how it always plays out. That's right. That's why you play the game, right? <laughs> right? Who was that? Herm Edwards? Yeah. So that's why we wrestle the matches. you got to show up 
and uh, put your best foot forward. And uh, this is this is going to be a spectacle, and, and that's the idea, you know, as as being the home team. Um, but also, you got to be able to manage the, those expectations as being the home team. Sometimes uh, there's a little bit too much excitement for those guys. You know, those kids got to manage those nerves and, and whatnot. And tomorrow the Midwest duels, so the teams are, you know, going to be very busy as we heard in the Open this weekend. So kind of a good way to to get ready for tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're we're in the heart of the schedule right now. I mean. Um, if you're if you're trying to get your guys peaking, I mean now now is a is a good stretch here. We got uh, what this week, and then Carney High is at uh, Rocky Welton and Garden City uh, State Duels after that, and then it's go time. Yeah, it's basically I think I saw it posted yesterday or the day before. We're a month away from the state tournament going on uh, in Omaha. Columbus also at the Midwest Duels tomorrow as well, and there's a chance that. Uh, they're kind of both picked to win their pools, so they could move in and see each other a couple of times. And as you can hear the Rowdies, uh, there, there's going to be a big presentation. They've got a video. They've got a guitar soloist for the National Anthem. Uh, they're going to really get things going here tonight. So uh, first match is set to get going at about 7.15. We'll take a look at some of the matchups. We'll get Frank's thoughts on how this first month has went for the Carney High wrestlers and a whole lot more. You're listening to Carney High Wrestling on ESPN Tri-City. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. This is Tom Collins with your Tri-City weather forecast. Partly cloudy skies with some light sprinkles. And later in the evening, there's a storm rolling in. Expect chills, thrills, and a 100% chance of jaw-dropping action. This is hockey at its finest. This is the Tri-City Storm. All season long at the Viero Center. Leave your umbrellas and bring your appetite for food, fun, and adrenaline-fueled mayhem. For tickets to the best game in town, visit stormhockey.com. And the Tri-City Storm have won six in a row as they head down to uh, Sioux Falls tomorrow night. And then they return home Sunday afternoon to uh, take on the Des Moines. And the Storm, as we said, riding that six-game winning streak, they have an 11-point lead in the USHL's Western Conference. So Storm Hockey doing well. Let's take a look at our entry report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Well, as we uh, said, uh, Coach Bauer telling us quite a few things going on with his team. And again, we're seeing some flu, we're seeing some COVID, we're seeing some schools kind of close down, but uh, everybody's trying to fight through it. So 
Here's your notes from uh, Coach Bauer. They're going to be without 126-pounder Jackson Levine, who was injured at conference last week, uh, hoping to maybe have him back tomorrow. Uh, one, Sam Noctical at 145, a little questionable. Uh, they'll see if it's him or Rian Green that will go in for that uh, spot tonight. Sawyer Schilke at 195 is officially getting back to the lineup. He was injured during football, and uh, he is... Been back since North Platte, pinned a senior returning qualifier, so we'll see if he's able to go. And Cisco Rivas is back, who was ill for the conference meet this weekend. And as we said, uh, right now, things looking pretty good for Columbus as they are uh, ready to go for tonight's duel. Our injury and illness report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Doug Duda along with Frank Kuchera. And Frank, what about how Kearney High has wrestled here in the first month of the season and who's in, who's out, who we're getting back as we get ready for this weekend? Yeah, I mean, it's been a pretty fluid situation as far as guys coming in and coming out. And that's the thing. It's not unique to, to us. It's everybody's everybody is dealing with it. Um, but I think the guy competed pretty well. Um, I think if you ask Coach Bauer, he would say the same thing. You know, a few peaks and valleys here and there, but overall, I think the effort's been good. Take a look at what Carney puts out there on the the mat, and let's just start with Archer Heelan. I mean, here's a kid that is a three-time uh, medalist, and he is kind of the face of the of the program. But yet, at the beginning of the year, it just didn't go very well for him. In fact, they had a rough day just at the Carney invite. How has he rebounded since then? Because it looks like it's been pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he's he's. Uh, I, I think that was a a good wake-up call for him, if nothing else. Uh, being up a weight class from 120 last year, that's a big adjustment for him as well. And as a college wrestling recruit going up to St. Cloud State, um, I think he realizes that jumping to that next level and wrestling uh, 125 at the college level, you know, he needs he needs this adjustment here at 126 and figure out how to wrestle these bigger guys. Cisco Rivas coming back uh, after missing last week. What did you think just overall at the conference tournament? Carney finished fifth, but again, wasn't at full strength. Yeah, again, they wrestled just okay. I mean, they didn't have their best day. They didn't have, have their worst day. Uh, I know that there were a couple guys that, that we wish would have competed a little bit better on the tail end, but again, dealing with some illnesses. Seems like everybody's been sick in the last couple weeks. And so, you know, sometimes you just got to just bear down and, and, and muscle through a couple of these, you know, these grind weeks. And, and like I said, hopefully, hopefully we're on the right track as we get closer to, to the uh, districts. Any pleasant surprises or kids that had to fill in that uh, did what they needed to do, even if they're not in the varsity lineup tonight? Yeah, I mean, uh, for me, uh, just on the season, Jackson Levine, I mean, it's unfortunate to not see him tonight, but for me, he's he's kind of been a pleasant surprise. He wrestles in every position. He never stops. I mean, he's just a just an absolute little bulldog out there, and he's really, really flexible and, and unorthodox in every position, so you're, you're never safe. So I'm, I'm sad we're not going to see him tonight, but he's, he's been one bright spot for sure. Doug Duda, Frank, your chair with you here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll come back and look at our projected starting lineups right after this on ESPN Tri-Cities, KXPN, Carney KICS. The name Mary Lanning Healthcare indicates that we are more than just a hospital, that we are, in fact, focused on the health of this community. And it's about providing it with a little bit more of a family touch and a little bit more care inside of that healthcare component. You know, I always say every hospital is as good as the medical staff that supports it. And we're fortunate to have a fantastic medical staff who is absolutely engaged in what we're doing. It's important that the Hastings community understand that Mary Lanning is, is a not-for-profit organization, which means the decisions that govern our organization are made locally. 
What I want the Hastings community to understand is that our success, Mary Lanning's success, is dependent on their support, which means that you're going to get our best every time you step in the front door. My name is Eric Barber, and I'm the president and CEO of Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Welcome back at the Kearney High Auditorium. The starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We're starting at 126 pounds. Here are the matchups that we expect to see tonight. Uh, Jackson Levine was supposed to go at 126 against Aiden Bice, the number one ranked wrestler uh, from uh, Columbus. At 132, Perry Swarm of Kearney against third ranked Caden Kuchera. At 138, Cisco Rivas ranked eighth against Caden Bronlow. At 145, 10th ranked Sam Noctical against Tyler Zwingman. At 152, Jacob Ransdell of Kearney will take on Carter Braun of Columbus. At 160, Nick Sutton ranked fifth against Cason Grape of Columbus. Tay Kuchera is ranked third at 170. He'll take on Antonio Granados. At 182, Riley Johnson will be in action against Riley Iberg. 195 could be Sawyer Schilke or Lane Kavorik for Carney against Liam Blazer, ranked fourth for Columbus. At 220, Noah Molina against Carter Fetty. Heavyweight, Brandon Moore against Bryson Huey. 106, Tavian Miller against top-ranked Brennan Delano. At 113, Caden Goodman against Levi Cerny. And then our feature match, Archer Heelan of Carney, number two against fifth-ranked Blake Cerny. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Well, Sam Christ just... Gave it the big one here on the old national anthem with the guitar. Great job by Sam. They're getting ready for the coin flip down there. And we want to remind you that uh, high school wrestling on ESPN Tri-Cities brought to you also online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. How important is this coin flip going to be here, Frank? Because uh, both coaches may make a minor tweak in the lineups that we gave. 
I tell you what, I'm still thinking about that anthem, man. That was <laughs> a la Jimi Hendrix there, man. That was cool, Doug. You can't get that experience every day around here, that's for sure. Uh, no, so there's a couple of a uh, couple of little switch-ups here. So what we're talking about here is a little gamesmanship, right? So if there is any any uh, deficiencies in the other team's lineup and, um, and you have the luxury of being able to weigh some kids in at some different weights, there could be some flip-flopping here and there to take advantage of those matchups. Um, the, the most obvious one tonight that we could possibly see is going to be 170, 182 for Carney High. Uh, I know Ry Riley Johnson wrestles 82 most of the time, but he is able to weigh in at 170. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. So we're ready to get things underway here, and it's going to be Seth Philippi uh, in place of... Jackson Levine, and he will be taking on Adrian Bice in tonight's first matchup here. And so you've got the top-ranked wrestler in the state from Columbus taking on a sophomore who's got just seven matches here for Kearney. Yeah, and, and to finish answering your question, too, the importance of the flip specifically is it depends on who sends out their wrestler first. As Cerny is right in on a near-side cradle there, he's doing what, what they expect him to do here. And These, they're, they're going to look for six points out of him with a pin. Yeah, no doubt about it. Number one, come out, get the job done. Kind of the sacrificial lamb there for Seth. He's caught in a cradle. And he's in trouble early on in this first period. And that's it. 22 seconds. I love wrestling, but that's the downside of it. You got in a bus, you drove two hours, you're going to stay overnight, you wrestle for 22 seconds. Yeah, you know. It's like international. You go overseas, you get beat once, and you're done. What? It's like, <laughs> there's a lot of guys here. Let's wrestle. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. But, you know, that's what you're looking for um, out, of, out of Bice right there. So he did his job for the Discoverers, and, and that's, uh, that's what they expected in that first matchup. All right, for Carney High, Perry Swarm. Here's our first marquee matchup of the night. Swarm, 18 and 13, ranked eighth. He's a two-time state qualifier. Caden Kuchera, a junior at 16 and 6. He's ranked third. He finished fifth last year and also qualified for state in 2020. But, you know, that, and that could be a thing, too. And that's one thing that Jackson Levine is good at also is not getting pinned, too. And so bonus points are going to be the difference here tonight. All right. We get after it right away. 13 seconds. Swarm the aggressor. He's able to force him off the match. And Kuchera now in on a single leg. Can't finish. Yeah, Perry did a nice job controlling the tie-in initially there and, and uh, pushing Kuchera right off the edge of the mat. That's something you look to do, control that center. Now Kuchera's doing a nice job of coming back inside and controlling that center. You always want to have your butt to the center and make the other guy look bad, if nothing else. Yeah, already our second restart in the first 30 seconds, so there's a lot of movement. They're not just standing around. We've seen a couple of shots, nothing great, but being aggressive here early on in our second match of the Carney High Columbus duel, and there is another single leg attack for Columbus. Yeah, nice little, little touch and go, we call it, where Kachira is in on that. Head inside, single leg, kind of just pops the head and then slides around the corner there. He's got Swarm's leg off the mat. Swarm has a nice, nice whiz of wrist there. And he did a great job breaking the lock, but then he kind of got distracted and, and uh, tripped down and a takedown there for Columbus. So 2 nothing with 50 seconds to go here in the first period. On the edge of the mat, working waist, trying to bring him back more towards the center. Gosh, yeah, Swarm would like to have that one back. He got that leg, or that lock broke for a split second there. And then, uh, and then nice finish, though. So Kuchera. explain to the novice, 
the leg off the mat when we get into that overtime. You, you got to return him. It seemed like he had that picked for quite a while over there, did Columbus and, and, and our, our wrestler, Caden Kuchera. Uh, sure, but from, from a neutral position, it's not as important because there's no, there's no countdown, right? Now, if, right. If, if Kuchera had been in the top position to start that scramble and then he drops down to the leg, then that's when you get the count and the potential stall warning for not ad advancing, continuing to score. We'll come off the mat and we'll get a reset. Looks like we got a false start here on Columbus. 19 seconds to go in the first period, and it is Caden Kuchera. Two to one, uh, take down by two. He's up two to nothing. He spells it differently than the Frank does. A little different. A little, <laughs> I, I think we're the outliers. I see it spelled his way more than, than our way, but a nice mat return by Kuchera there. These two, I think, uh, they've wrestled a bunch. I mean, going all the way back to kids wrestling, I think. And I think Perry, Perry started off. Um, I think with getting the best of them, but I think in their high school years, at least the last couple of years, I think that uh, Kachera has kind of had the edge. And we'll go to the end of the first period with a score here of two to nothing in favor of Columbus, and it will be Caden Kuchera to take bottom here to start the second period with Perry Swarm on top. Perry Juniors here, and another false start. This time it's on Carney High, so both the false starts from the top. Just a good, solid matchup. I mean, these guys are carbon copies of each other. Even their styles are very, very similar. Both juniors. And yep. there's Kachera up. With good job getting that hand control, getting the hips away, create space on bottom. That's the key. So 3 nothing early on. They'll wrestle on their feet. Let's see if Swarm can find a way to get a takedown here. Early on in the second period. Columbus won the first match by a first period pin to take a 6-0 lead. Another shot out of bounds. Yeah, Swarm needs to try and get to his ties, right? You hear the coaches say, let's say that a lot, get to your ties, get to your ties. Well, you know, what does that mean? Get to get to where you're comfortable taking your shots. And there's the first attempt we've seen out of Swarm now. Now he's starting to fire a couple more. But until now, it's been Kachira kind of controlling the ties, controlling the tempo from their feet especially. And he's doing a nice job of transitioning from one shot to the next. Swarm just got to be, like usual, got to be careful by being behind, by not getting out of his element, too, and taking a bad shot and falling even farther behind. But 3 nothing, and again in on a shot there. Kuchera at the edge of the mat. Lifts, Swarm off the mat, returns him, but no two no, points. No takedown yet. It's close. Swarm can still wrestle this through this, but Kuchera does a nice job getting the corner leg, getting that leg hooked, and a big, a big lift there from that single leg position. So 5 nothing now, Columbus with the lead in the overall duel. Uh, Frank, how big is this match, especially if it would happen to go to bonus points? Uh, well, bonus would be huge. I mean, um, you, you know, on paper, you would expect this to be a decision probably one way or the other. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, bonus is obviously not out of the question now with, with a 5-0 lead here in the second. And we will have blood time on Perry Swarm. Might need that, too. It didn't look like that was going anywhere. He's got 33 seconds to find a way to get an escape. While we have a little blood time, let's hear from more of our fine sponsors on ESPN. Attention local sports fans. Tri-City Sports are being televised on News Channel Nebraska. The statewide TV station just announced it will be showcasing a minimum of 35 high school games from the Grand Island Kearney Hastings area over the next year. From football, basketball, volleyball, soccer, and more, NCN will be covering our local teams for all of Nebraska to see. Watch News Channel Nebraska on Spectrum, Aloe Dish, or any other local cable provider. Find out more at newschannelnebraska.com and follow them on Twitter at NCN Sports. 
Platte Valley Auto, Heartland Chevrolet is Central Nebraska's leader in the automotive industry. Sales, service, parts and tires, great selection of new and pre-owned Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep and Ram, Chevrolet Buick. Three stores in the Heartland to serve you best. Platte Valley Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington. Over 400 new and used to choose from. PlatteValleyAuto.com or HeartlandChevrolet.com. Or stop by and see us. Platte Valley Auto, beautiful downtown Lexington, top of the hill, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Lexington, Southside. All right, the blood time is over. Took about a minute there, and now return to action. Swarm tried to get off bottom on the initial whistle, but was broke right back down by Caden Kuchera, and Kuchera is going to be able to ride him out here and take a 5-0 lead into the second period, Frank. Yeah, both periods, both periods Kuchera ends on top, so that's uh, that's huge, not, not allowing any uh, Swarm to answer. And so now Swarm's going to go down. I mean, he, he might as well. Because you figure, yeah, Kuchera's going to start looking for bonus, so go ahead and give, give him the one, and he does. So Kuchera just lets him up. They'll go to neutral. He's already got a couple of takedowns here, so 5-1, swarm down as we start the third period. Next takedown kind of determines where we're at. Swarm gets a takedown. we still got a match. If Kuchera gets a takedown, then we're starting talking. Can he get up by eight points? Because that would give him 7-1 and a chance for those critical bonus points in this duel. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think either one of them that gets is probably going to go with a takedown and, and probably a, a cut him loose right away and try try and get another one. And then, I mean, if Perry were, were able to get one, he might might work a little bit on top, I guess, since he hasn't been there yet this match much. But, but Kuchera has definitely controlled it. Swarm has had one sort of good shot in there. It doesn't look like he's got a chance to get a lot of points. Unless he hits the big five-point move. Yep. Oh, nice arm drag attempt by Perry, but Kachera kind of redrags, reshot by Kachera there. He's got one leg up. Swarm needs to get tough on his defense here and step down and get that leg back. Able to get him to the edge of the mat and get out of bounds for a restart. 102 to go in the match. Kuchera of Columbus with a 5-1 lead over Swarm of Carney. And right away in on another shot. Yeah, a great reshot by Kachera, but Swarm does a nice job stopping him cold, even even bumped him to his to his hips for a second. Oh, but man, Kachera, that's some horsepower there from his knees, lifts him all the way up and, and finishes with a power double leg there. So now it's 7-1 with 40 seconds to go in the match. This thing is over as far as who's going to win it, which you don't say in wrestling very often, but uh, Kachera, 7-1, kind of looking over to the coaches about what they want him to do. 9-2 still doesn't get you where you need to be, which is, would be an escape takedown. So they're trying to work for a turn on the edge of the mat, and that's just not going to happen, Frank. Yeah, that and two takedowns is highly unlikely as well, as, as relatively closely as these guys are matched up here. So Columbus is going to get off to a good start here. Of course, anticipated that with number one Adrian Bice getting the quick pin, and now... In the battle of uh, rated wrestlers, Caden Kuchera of Columbus just has to ride it out here for another 15 seconds. Swarm tries to come to his feet. Kuchera breaks him right now. Uh-oh, he tossed him to his back. He's getting near fall points. Yep, and that was no accident. You can see Kuchera let pressure off top, let Swarm stand up and take him for that elevator where he goes. Where and he that two-point near fall. Chest and crotch there in that, that uh, claw position. And there... Just as we were saying, there's no way it's possible. Got his near fall, got the bonus. Yeah, he kind of set him up there a little bit. Swarm thought, all right, I got one more chance to get out of here. And what a move by Kuchera as he picks up the win. And by the way, it looks like 
Columbus sent out the first wrestler tonight if we're looking down the chart here. So Columbus getting ready to send out their wrestler here at 138 pounds. Caden Brownlow against Cisco Rivas, who is back in the lineup here tonight for Kearney High after missing conference. So your score is nine to nothing now, or excuse me, ten to nothing now in the duel. Columbus getting the major decision there. Yeah, and that, those are the things that that Carney High cannot afford to give up. I mean, on paper, they probably weren't chosen picked to win that one, but you cannot give up those bonus points, especially like that at the end of the end of the match. And nice. Rivas in on a takedown. Nice high crotch by Cisco there, and a nice quick finish. Rivas comes into tonight's match as senior, record of nine and eight, but he is ranked eighth. He made it to state last year for the Bearcats. Brownlow just a sophomore, but he is 17 and 10 on the season. Yeah, I enjoy watching Cisco because he's he's a bruiser, man. He's he's hard nosed. He's, he comes from a cross country background. He's an excellent cross country runner, so you know you know there's something wrong with him <laughs> in the head, right? I mean, he's just very mentally tough that way. Um, but man, he he likes to to get very physical in these matches and, and dole out a little punishment if he can. Well, Rivas was looking over, looking over, looking over, and he wasn't quite sure, you know, what his coaches were telling him. And he gives up an escape, but now goes up top trying to set up a near side cradle and gets a takedown. Yeah, nice job by Cisco here. And this is one where, you know, you got to think Carney High is, is expecting some back points. But, but at the same time, you can't get too, too far out of your comfort zone. I mean, you don't want these guys coming out here too high and trying too much stuff, giving up, you know, uh, a reversal or back points or something like that, making a, making a big mistake. But so far, Cisco wrestling a solid match here up four to one. So Cisco Rivas, short time now here with 10 seconds, trying to get a hip tilt. Couldn't get him turned over as we wrestle at 138. And time will wind down, and Cisco Rivas of Kearney Leads it by a score of four to nothing, or four to one, excuse me, at the end of the first period. And on paper, Frank, this is the spot where Carney has to kind of take control. They they're going to be favored in quite a few of the matches here in these midweights. Correct. Make hay when the sun shines, and this is where they need to make hay here over these. What uh, what do we got here? One, two, three, four, five, six, six matches. Between or so. here and 82-ish. Mm -hmm. yeah. If Carney's going to win the duel, they're going to have to get a lot of points between here and 95. So we go to the start of the second period and Rivas takes down. He's almost out. Holding onto that leg for dear life is Brownlow. Yeah, Brownlow kind of stopped his first first move there and, and that's what you don't want to happen if you're Carney Highs. You, you can't slow down this momentum here and, and start to uh, lose what you got going on here. Hey, we, we want to thank everybody that helps put on the meet here, you know, from the athletic director, Ryan Hogue, to the little people like Ty Swarm, you know, the former coach. Oh, and just like that, Brownlow has a near side cradle from the top position, gets two near fall, brings this match right back into shape now. Rivas only up 4-3 now, and so like I was talking, you come out hot like that in that first period, and sometimes you let, have a letdown in the second, and that's what we're seeing right Are now. Are we close to a splatle here, Frank? Uh, I wouldn't say a splatal, uh, close to a to a guillotine potentially. Uh, he's, he's a little out of position though. Um, he needs to get that arm, Cisco's left arm, back across him. But so yeah, so he's got crossbody right in. Um, and now now they're back, and Rivas is you know bellied out, hips flat on the mat, right where he doesn't want to be. 
So we've got 45 seconds to go here in second period. It is Cisco Rivas of Kearney leading Caden Brownlow of Columbus 4-3, but Brownlow looking to tip him again and get more near fall points, and there's the count. Rivas breaks free, only got a two count, and then he gets out for a reversal. So two near fall, countered by two reversal. It'll be 6-5 Rivas. Also, Brownlow showing some gumption there from the top position, and it looked like he was going to be uh, pretty much out of this match in that first period, but, man, he came back with a fury from the, from the top position here and gives Cisco a little wake-up call, but... Cisco is now what up by one six five. And Brownlow will get choice. It'll be interesting to see if he goes down. He's doing nothing here from the bottom position. He really couldn't get anything going from the bottom position when he was taken down that second time. He's trying to get a short time escape, but he'll be broke down back to the mat. So we go to the third. Rivas of Carney six. Brownlow of Columbus five. Yeah, they're sending him down. I, I think they probably probably need to do that. Um, Cisco. They're expecting back po or bonus points here. That's what they're going to go after. So Cisco goes ahead and cuts him loose here, ties it up, though, 6-6. Six, six. So we'll start on our feet in the third with a 6-6 six, six score. As Frank said, Brownlow chose down. You can just say, I don't want to do that as the opponent and say, let's just start on our feet instead well, of the old way of cutting them, just like baseball. Correct. Let's walk them. Yep, yep. Uh, and it's a matter of, of wanting to score more points in a short amount of time and, and not wasting time from that top position there. Cisco's been in position to to work stuff on top and hasn't had any luck. So he's gonna go go ahead from his feet here and, and a nice job from a front headlock position gets Brownlow's head down and just does a nice easy go behind. And, and those points, those can really rack up on a guy if, if, um, if, you, get, you, know, if you get him in the right frame of mind. If Cisco keeps pouring on him here, he could rack up a handful of takedowns here. And Rebus just lets him up, so it's eight to seven. That front headlock, he looks like he's just trying to take him for a toss. He's like, he, he almost looks like he's going with the twister. Yeah, I, I wish he had a twister. I, <laughs> I don't think he's very comfortable there, but. That, really of course, is the Adam Keysweater move, uh, the Columbus coach. So again, Cisco control and center here, doing a lot of pushing and shoving, but uh, needs to just start generating some more offense here. So Rebus has been scoring with his takedowns. Starting on top of that second period, Brownlow had two two-point near falls and then a couple of escapes, and now he's in on a shot. And this is the problem, Doug, is that you know you don't have much of a lead to to, to get super aggressive like that because you you give up position, you fall into a double leg, and Brownlow takes him down and takes the lead here. And now all of a sudden, Carney High is in a a dogfight just to get a win here. 30 seconds to go. Rivas has to get up off the mat. He's laid bellied out right now. Brownlow just laying on him. There has been no stall warning, so he's good to do that. Rivas has got to get up 20 seconds. He's just riding that hip. Yeah, Brownlow's done nothing but score from the top position. And so, I mean, this is where you see, you know, miss, miss, missing last week. 10 That's seconds. That's an issue. He drops down to a leg here. Referee calls a stalemate. So, if anything, that's good for, for Rivas. Got five seconds, so he has to fire out of there with everything he's got at this point. Comes up to a, a quad pod there. Brownlow yeah. drops down immediately, and so that's a stall call, but at this point, that's... It's too late. Yep. Two seconds to go. Looks like the sophomore's going to come on the road and get it done. Rivas can't get out. There's an upset. Columbus now up 13-0 in the duel with a 9-8 victory by Caden Bronlow. Yeah, what a great match by Brownlow. That's a killer for the Bearcats. All right, so 
13-0 your score in favor of Columbus. We'll be back with more of the Columbus Carney Duel in a moment. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. Doug Duda, Frank Kuchera back with you here at the Kearney High Auditorium bringing you the Columbus Kearney Dual Wrestling Tournament and we are underway at 145. Sam Noctical, a freshman with a record of 19 and 13, ranked 10th, taking on Tyler's Wingman, a 721 freshman. Uh, earlier this year, Noctical won it, but by a late pin in 542, Frank. Yeah, and this is one, you know, when I was doing my scoring for this matchup, I I only gave uh, Sam a decision or a major decision, but now now that needs to be a pin, and, and he's definitely capable of that. He's he's uh, already up to a 2-1 lead here with a quick takedown. Uh, but again, he did come out pretty hot here. You know, if you burn too hot too early, sometimes you fizzle out at the end. Couple of freshmen at 145. That's the one thing about a duel. It doesn't matter if it's number one versus number two or two kids that are one and 14. The points are going to count the same. Yep, absolutely. And and uh, now we see Zwingman slowing the pace down here. And kind of noctical is kind of being lackadaisical there on his leg defense. Zwingman's got that single leg trying to get his head up. Noctical trying to leg pass here, going for that, that far ankle here. 40 seconds to go in the first period as they face each other. Zwingman pops his head out to the side here. He'd like to step up and get around the corner, but Noctical does a nice job of trapping that far ankle and getting right around the corner and getting two here. So Noctical of Carney with a 4-1 lead, down to 20 seconds to go in the first period at 145 pounds. Columbus has won the first three, so they are up by a score of 13 to nothing. Yep, Noctical just needs to control, get under things under control here a little bit, get a ride out here to end the period uh, with the three-point lead. That's exactly what's going to happen. Uh, you're listening to KXPN Kearney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance and High School Wrestling on PlatteRiverPreps.com, Power 99, ESPN, wherever we're at. Brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches or Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer science with service, delivering success. We get so, ready to start the second period. Yeah, Zwingman. Uh, Noctical defers as Zwingman. Zwingman takes down here. Sam's got both of the boots in there, both legs in up top, working a power half here, but not taking it too seriously. Now he's working a half on the other side. He's kind of got Zwingman in some trouble here. Got his hips to turn, getting his shoulders to turn. If he can drop his chest back, so that's that's first thing you want to learn as a kid when you're trying to turn somebody you got to drop your chest you got to readjust go chest to chest as they say and he finally does he only gets a two count he transitioned out of that half into a cradle and Zwingman's able to break his lock and roll through yeah he just kind of trying to use all muscle there not a lot of technique but a lot of muscle and and that's how Zwingman just kind of kept rolling through there so it was only a two-point near fall but six to one Carney has the lead here with a minute to go with Noctical in the second period. Yeah, that's where 
patience is a virtue. If you can, I mean, he had all the time in the world, a minute and a half probably at that time, to just kind of sit there, readjust, and pinning is all about the little two millimeter adjustments. Now Nautical's still in pretty good spot here. He's got both legs in, he's a little bit high, but he's got Zwingman uh, bellied out or on his side here on bottom, so. Nautical will get choice as well to start the third period. What do you think, bottom or both up? Um, gosh, I'd probably just go both up. I don't know what Zwingman has on top, but I don't know that it's worth the one point to, to sit down there when you feel like you're, you've been dominant on your feet and from the top position. So uh, oh. from here, if he can just bury that half Nelson, push that head away and keep continue to pull that elbow like he's, he's doing. He's getting some back points. I don't know, he did not get a five count. So he only got two points for that one, but that's all right. Slow and surely, that's good. A good finish, a good good period for Noctigal. Eight to one now. And the big thing about that is, too, and it looks like he's going to take bottom anyway. Uh, had to stay eight, six to one, then he can escape seven to one, take down to get to the eight-point lead, nine to one. Now uh, an escape gets you to nine to one. Off the whistle, up eight to one. He's quickly to his feet. And that's the key, yeah. He didn't wait around on bottom. He got to his feet, got to that tripod or that quad pod position, found, found a wrist control and got out. So Sam Nockel of Carney, a 9-1 lead over Tyler Zwingman of Columbus in a battle of freshmen and a takedown almost to the back. Oh, that was a nice double leg, feet to back. He, I don't know if he meant to, to attempt that uh, arm drag, but missed it and then just followed it beautifully, right, with a straight blast double leg. 11-2 now, see if he can continue to pour it on here in the third. So an escape there for Zwingman. They're back to neutral, 11-2. Carney needs bonus points after falling behind here 13 to nothing. So they're sitting at a four-point win right now. Still had a chance maybe at a at a pin in this match. And uh, staying right after it is going to be a noctical. He, he's hit on another takedown. Yeah, a pin would be huge there. Oh, they stopped that one potentially dangerous. Sam was got his two points there, but uh, and he's going to cut him again. Even if he has to go take down escape, there's a long road to get from 10 to 15. He'd have to do it five times, but there's a minute to go. Yep, and Noctical's kind of dangerous. He's got a nice little headlock. He's got some little hip tosses here and there. Oh, another nice quick go behind. Gets the takedown 15 to 3, but he's got to turn him again. Yeah, he's got 45 seconds. He's got time. I'd go back to that power half. He's got that leg in. He's riding on top here. Swingman sits back up into him. And again, if he just would, could bring him straight back into that power half position right there, I think he could rack up some more back points. But I think he's going to do it. 30 seconds to go. Well, maybe not. Got a little too high. Yeah, he's a little high. He's a little out of position with his hips there. Swingman trying to pull him over the top here. I think, I don't think he's going to get it there. Yeah, I think Knockville's still in good position here. Now he's right back into that half Nelson position again. Right borderline. There's one, he keeps getting a one count. He's got two one counts. And he's gonna ah, he's run, gonna out, run of out of time. Yep, he needed the three point near fall to get a tech fall. Instead, he gets a two point and he's gonna end up winning it by a score of 17 to three. So a great match for Sam Noctigal, but it's only four points and it's now come up as 13 and Carney High four as we go to 152 pounds here. Carter Braun for Columbus and Jacob Ransdell for Carney High. Ransdell a senior at 14 and 17. Braun a freshman at 7 and 5.
And Braun actually got a late pin over Ransdell earlier this year, just six seconds to go in that match. So Ransdell hoping for a little uh, payback right here. Yeah, and this is this is one that Carney High needs. You know, looking at their looking at their records, they should be fairly evenly matched. Um, you know, Jacob doesn't have a ton of experience. I don't think he's wrestled a lot of years, but he's he's somebody that stepped into the lineup um, when they needed him last year, and, and he's he's made a lot of good strides since then. So early on here, Carney High, four matches in. Don't forget, we do have Aurora Carney Catholic basketball is right now on Power 99, and Hastings Beatrice basketball is on News Channel Nebraska. Beatrice won the boys' game, 47 to 31. That was the early one. Girls are just getting underway. And then we've got Carney High basketball tomorrow at Lincoln Pius on News Channel Nebraska. That's Spectrum 99, and you can hear see that in Carney. And it's also on Allo 181. That begins at 5.15. And then here on ESPN Radio Saturday, they host Lincoln Southwest over in the gymnasium beginning at 4. Yeah, that was a big transition there, or lack thereof, where Braun had a really nice little boot scoot to a double leg that was running out of bounds and looked like he had to finish on the edge, but the official uh, said they stepped on the edge and went out. So it's still 0-0 here. Right on the edge. And right now it's been all Carter Braun really controlling the ties. They're just kind of trading wrist control, trading head position right now. See if Ransdell's got a little bit. Of, oh, nice step in single leg by Ransdell. He's got that leg up here. Braun trying to stuff the head, doing a nice job stuffing the head and floating his hips out front. And, and Ransdell gives it up, but good shot attempt there. Now reshot attempt by Ransdell. Again, he's in on that leg, but he's got to take two hands to it. He's just reaching with the one leg. And, and Braun's able to just step out of it. Braun's kind of doing the same thing on his reshot, just taking his left arm uh, right down to Ransdell's right leg there. And Ransdell's got got him in a compromised position here. He's kind of got a head chancery here, but where he's got the head down and he's got the underhook, and he's got him in some trouble here. If he can get some back points, again, he needs to readjust. Oh, he runs out of time. Man, he worked that whole time. Think, I mean, he just kept looking like big move, big move, big move, and he finally Got the takedown, so Jacob Ransdell has a 2-0 lead. Columbus gets choice to take bottom here to start the second period. Ah, the head chancery. Some people call it the snake. Some people call it uh, uh, the cowboy. Um, that's all uh, David Miller there from back <laughs> in the day, man. That guy is the king of that position there, and that's something that Rand Jacob has picked up uh, slowly but surely this year. And It can be an equalizer. It's just too bad he didn't get any back points out of there. It's, as Braun goes down to start the second period. We got Vaughn in a suit and tie. We got David in a suit and tie. We got Rodriguez in a suit and tie. Uh-oh. And we got Ransdell giving up back points on his back here. He got, got kind of lazy on his mat return there, and Braun just steps over and gets the fall. So the reversal to the back, and the pin will come in 2 minutes and 18 seconds for Carter Braun. And that is a big six points, 19 to four now. Columbus on top of Carney. Carney needing some wins and uh, a couple of toss-ups have went not only the wrong way, but have went in bonus points. And if only there were a few more seconds in that first period, maybe Ramsdale would have won by pin. You just never know. Yeah, you, you just never know. And so we move on to 160 pounds. And it will be Nick Sutton, ranked fifth for Carney, 20 and nine, a senior against Kaysen Crape, a sophomore for Columbus, with a record of 17 and 14 on the season. 
So Carney needs something to get the uh, auditorium going here, and let's see if uh, Nick can come out and not only get a win, but maybe get a pin. Yeah, nice job being heavy on the head there by Nick Sutton and then following it with his shot here, running that corner down, getting the two-point lead here early. And Nick's kind of dangerous, um, more so from his feet than anything. He's got a nice sneaky little lateral drop that he likes to hit later in the matches that he's pinned a lot of kids with this year. So 2 nothing with that early, early takedown on the edge of the mat again and trying to find a way to yank him back on and maybe get him turned. Yeah, Grape just a little overwhelmed here to start the match. They'll come off the mat, so start it again. Again, maybe our next couple of matches could be uh, some interesting ones. We've got Tate Kuchera and Riley Iberg. We may see a switch there where they would face each other. Could be some big time matches still to come. We will end at 120. Uh, big time twister right there by Nick Sutton, and he's got it synced. He's got both legs in there. Great fine position. Lift the head, settle in. This one's over. Nick Sutton, one minute, 10 seconds. Gets the pin for Carney. It'll make it Columbus 19, Carney 10, and that's what they needed right here. That's exactly what the Bearcats ordered right there for that one. They need to get a little juice going here, get a little momentum here going in these next two matchups. These are going to be big for them. All right, let's, uh, this is where we anticipate maybe a switch, uh, Frank. And Columbus did have to send their wrestler out first. So it looks like Carney has made a switch here at 170. They will send Riley Johnson down against Antonio Granados of Columbus. And then that will give us the kuchera Iberg match at 182. Yeah, we call, we call this money ball. Money ball right here. This is, this is where you guys have a guy on your staff that runs all the numbers for every match and figures out all the matchups and and places where you could potentially pull a switch up and, and pull out all, eke out all the points you can from that lineup. And, uh, you know, the Bearcats think they've got a, a spot here where they can bring Riley down and push Tate up and, and possibly come away with two wins. Riley Johnson, a senior, 17 and 15. Antonio Granados is a sophomore who is 12 and 8. So outside of the senior versus sophomore it's pretty heads up here in a couple of matches that Carney needs to go and get so let's see what happens is no points early on in the first 50 seconds of this match and Riley's been been wrestling way to weighing in at around 170 all year so he's used to you know some wrestling with some bigger guys and Weight doesn't seem to affect him too much he's got some some nice some little tricks in there from upper body he likes his underhook series he may throw a lateral drop in there, a far knee tap every once in a while. As Garcia has uh, got an underhook here. And let me change that. Yeah, Garcia Gomez, my bad. It is not Granados. Garcia Gomez in there. Oh, he is three and one. Nice little shot, reshot here by Johnson, Riley Johnson. He comes out on top. He's going to go with the leg turk straight to a half Nelson here. He's got Gomez in some trouble here on top this is what the Bearcats need if he can readjust with his half Nelson here and settle in he's got to keep that arm from coming through he's starting to tighten it up he's got 20 seconds left here if he can adjust it Gomez has got quite a bit of fight left in him now I don't know if he's going to get this one not quite in great position as Gomez is able to get his arm through and now he's going to belly out here but nonetheless a great a great start for Riley Johnson here up 5-0 at the buzzer here at the end of the first period 
So a good start, Carney needing it. Carney getting a good start right here. And so we go to the second period and it looks like Gomez is gonna choose bottom with a score five nothing. And if you're Coach Bauer here, I think I think you like this because like I said, Johnson likes to put the legs in. He had a nice, nice transition from the top position there a little bit ago. And so hopefully, hopefully Riley can come up with something here from top. Don't forget the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. One boy, one girl each month listed at PlatteRiverPreps.com. And you can nominate your top athlete, basketball, wrestling, swimming, whatever else is going on. Send it in to PlatteRiverPreps.com. Yeah, Riley Johnson goes straight to that spiral ride and runs that half Nelson. He's going to get some backs, but he's out of position as Gomez gets his hips out and rolls him through here. This could be a huge reversal of fortunes here as Garcia Gomez has a reverse half locked up tight and all the time in the world with a minute 20 left here. This is going to be... Bearcats are in some trouble, Doug. That's a pin for Columbus right there. Two minutes, 43 seconds in a pin that comes from a three and one senior uh, just putting his guts out there and uh, gets the big reversal after being down seven to nothing and the pin in 2.43 where it looked like maybe Carney cuts it to three and now it's almost, well, Carney's got to go get some upsets. Yeah, absolutely. At, at this point, yeah, it's, they need uh, they need to eke out every, every win they can here. And, and hey, I mean, as a gamble, and you, you know they were expected if they had run at chalk, they, you know you expect Kachera probably to get a pin there, and then Iberg to get a pin. So instead, Columbus gets it, and so you know you take these risks, and and uh, that's the way it goes. Yeah, the odds of Tate getting a pin here in a, a match is going to be tough. You just never know. Uh, that would then give you the same result, but unfortunately it didn't work out for Carney. They are now down 25 to 10. Our duel started at 132. We are at 182 pounds. Tate Kuchera, the senior, 26 and four. Uh, state qualifier last year, ranked third at 170 pounds. And Riley Iberg, 22 and six, a two-time state qualifier, ranked seventh right now in the high school wrestling rankings. So also want to remind you, uh, as we were finishing up our Athlete of the Month, it is Brennan Rungi of Axtell and Olivia Popper to St. Paul as our reigning winners. We've got more wrestling Saturday. We'll be in Donovan for the Lou Platt Conference Championships on Power 99. Finals will start around 2 o'clock, so we'll have that for you. Can anybody give Central City a run for their money? And Iberg with a nice single leg attempt here. Swing single leg. He's got it up. Kachera's trying to scramble out of it. A couple cutback attempts, then tries to kick out, but Iberg does a nice job of staying patient there. And they'll immediately come off the mat with 49 seconds remaining in the first period. Iberg gives Columbus a 2 to nothing lead here. And selfishly, I, I like this matchup for Tate. I, I want to see a nice, nice challenge for him. Iberg, obviously, a quality opponent. Uh, uh, Tate giving up a few pounds here, but that's all right. And they're in a scramble here. Iberg stepping over. He's got in the head, head and leg position here. Iberg getting some back points out of it, doing a nice job of being patient there, winning that scramble and getting two more back points there as a 4-0 lead. So a roll through and back to his belly is Kuchera, but he trails here for Carney, 4-0 with 20 seconds to go in period number one. So Columbus on the road, wrestling well. Both teams are at the Midwest Duels tomorrow. 16 teams on hand gets underway at 9 in the morning. 
at the Buffalo County Fairgrounds. And Kuchera trying to come up off bottom, but there's no time left. That's the end of the first period. Iberg of Columbus leads it by a score of 4 to nothing. Yeah, great period by Iberg right there. Came out. Kuchera kind of controlled the ties the first minute, but then Iberg ended up with a nice shot and finish and a nice two-point back near fall. That scramble, and we'll see what Kuchera can do from the top position here. Iberg to his feet. Kuchera sucks him back. Iberg does a nice job coming right back to his base here. Tate has a nice nice little wing series from here if he can get to that, that left elbow. Nice big mat return there, and he collects that near near wrist. See if he can dig that out, but Iberg doing, doing a pretty good job of staying in good position there. You don't want to get bellied out, right? You don't want to give up give up your wrist and get bellied out there. He's, he does, Tate does have that left wrist running it nicely, but Iberg comes to his feet here. Nice big step attempt return there, but I controls that far. Let's give you a couple of updates. Uh, top 10 boys basketball, Aurora Carney Catholic just tipping off. Uh, our 99 Carney Catholic won the girls game 34 to 29. Halftime boys, Amherst leading Gibbon 34 to 26. And I see on social media as we get a nice shot in there, that's Kucherik going. Yeah, Iberg had that same swing single, and then uh, Tate with a really nice reshot and a nice and a quick finish too. That's been key for Tate, is not getting in those scrambles like that. Uh, nice quick finish. That's what what he's built for. Papio and Millard South, a big duel that's going on tonight as well. In fact, there's quite a bit of wrestling going on out there. Carney Catholics taking on Gibb. Hastings getting cooked tonight. Uh, Broken Bow and Ord, Central City and Minden, Aurora and Adams Central going to York. So it's a big night for wrestling on our end. Tate's kind of trying to run that near side. He doesn't quite have it ringed up. He's going far side, half melted, but Iberg is just a little bit too savvy. Um, I think they were probably anticipating this matchup, Doug, and uh, coached him up a little bit on bottom. This is, this is kind of where Tate is, is strong, but Iberg is kind of expecting some of these things. Well, and, and there is a stall warning on Columbus as time expires here in the second period. It will be Iberg of Columbus 5, Kuchera of Carney to Kuchera will take bottom and again bumping up he's probably given up the full 12 pounds right here yeah yeah potentially yeah 10 12 but but again you know he works out with big kids in the room every day I mean that's that's no excuse if if you want to be the guy you got to beat the guys and a uh, big slam right there had the arm trapped and dropped Kuchera directly on his shoulder And immediately, Iberg walks to the side, takes his headgear off. He knows what happens. Didn't mean for it to happen, and we do have an injury timeout. Brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Hopefully, this is not serious, and we will be back and have more high school wrestling for you on ESPN in a moment. Driving rains, unrelenting heat, ominous green skies. Whatever Mother Nature brings, it's no match for what you'll have thanks to Nutrient Ag Solutions. Offering agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you weather the storm, conquer today, and lead the field. Find your local crop consultant at NutrientAgSolutions.com. 
South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Great Western Bank and Kearney is making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal and business checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and more. It's never too early or too late to start saving. Find out which account is right for you. Come into our Kearney branch at 2120 First Avenue today or online at greatwesternbank.com. Great Western Bank, making life great. Member FDIC. All right, we're back here at the Kearney High Auditorium. And unfortunately, this match is over. Although Tate Kuchera does get up. It's just one of those. Now they got to go take a look at it. Frank, what did you see? Uh, yeah, Tate stood up. Uh, Iberg had a big mat return. Uh, he had Tate's arm trapped underneath there and, and landed uh, directly on top of that left shoulder of Tate's. Uh, with with a, a lot of weight, a lot of force on there. So uh, we'll just hope for the best, Doug. It didn't look good. And now that'll put him in, obviously, see what happens tomorrow. What you want to make sure is that, uh, as Frank said in the pregame, it's not very far until we get to the duels, till we get to uh, districts, and you just want to make sure that you're healthy. So that does go down as a win for Carney. Unfortunately, it will be by injury, and that'll make the score of the duel 25-16. So let's move on to our next match at 195. Sawyer Schilke of Kearney and Liam Blazer of Columbus. And here's another one of those senior freshman matchups, Frank. Yeah, but this is one I've been looking forward to. Sawyer Schilke here. He's, he's got a pretty good pedigree athletically. He doesn't have a ton of experience. And his technique is a little raw at times. We but talked about him early. He got uh, banged up in football and then uh, came in at North Platte, pinned a senior returning state qualifier, and, and they're excited for him to get his first action of the season. That's his only win. So he's 1-0, while Blazer is ranked fourth in the state, a qualifier last year, and uh, ranked anywhere, uh, ranked seventh, I should say, uh, right now in the rankings. Shilke with a hip toss here. He had just run that. Own in that underhook position there. Big move for Schilke there. Not only did he get the takedown, he got a quick two-point near fall, but now he's locked his hands and will get a restart, so a penalty point that will go over to Columbus. So again, like I said, Schilke's technique a little, little sketchy at times, not a ton of experience, not a lot of years, but um, athletically, he sure fits the mold here. So he goes ahead, 
Coach Bauer wants to just go ahead and cut him and not give up any more penalty points from that position. 4-2 lead here for Sawyer Schilke. So they'll come to their feet and tangle in the center circle with 40 seconds to go in the first period. <laughs> Schilke slapping him on the forehead a couple of times. I don't think that Mr. Blazer's going to like that. He's hit on a double leg, but not a very good one and can't finish. Well, you know, and that's the best thing about wrestling. If you don't like something, Doug, you can do something about it, right? That's right. And Blazer is in on the double leg here. Shilke's trying to stay strong here. 18 seconds left in this first period. Shilke looking all right here if he continues to scoot to his left. Blazer's got to continue to to improve here and try and double across. Otherwise, Shilke might get, if he can get behind both arms here, but I think Blazer's a little bit too savvy for that as he pops his head underneath his leg and just ends up with no points there, but a nice little scramble here. So, again, Shilke's been out with an injury. This is only his second competition. Hasn't had a ton of practice time in the room. That would be where I would be concerned uh, if I'm a Bearcat fan is what his conditioning is going to look like as we roll into the third here. Right now. Only the beginning of the second right now, but and he still looks okay for right now, but the Blazer chose tuned. Blazer's choice. He took bottom, and uh, Shilke says, nah, I'm just going to cut you. So it's four to three back on their feet. Blazer in on a single. And Shilke not afraid to to barge right in there, but Ibert, or, uh, Blazer making him pay for it there. Single leg. Doubles across, and now Blazer takes his first lead of the match here, 5-4. Still all kinds of time, a minute and a half to go here. A lot more fun watching Shilke on his feet, because that's where the aggressiveness comes from. He's not afraid to take some gambles, which obviously can put you in a bad situation, but can also get you out of there. Now he's about to get turned. Yep. Blazer's got that wing in there and a far wrist. He's got Shilke in some trouble here, and there's the fall. So, state-rated wrestler in two minutes and 56 seconds, Liam Blazer wins it by pin, which will take our dual score to Columbus 31 and Carney High 16. You're listening to Columbus and Carney High's dual wrestling meet here on ES. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. At Friesen Ford in Aurora, we are breaking the notion that car buy-in has to be a stressful process. Instead, we're making it a simple and easy process. Since our entire staff has you, the customer, as our first priority, but don't take our word for it, here's what our customers have said. Easiest purchase we've ever made. Awesome place to buy a car. Great service. This was a wonderful experience. Experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today. Located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off I-80 in Aurora or anytime at FriesenFord.com. Doug Duda, Frank Chara back with you here at the Carney High Auditorium as the Bearcats taking on Class A 5th-ranked Columbus and a name that's very familiar, Noah Molina, the Molina name, as he is taken down here as we come back to action against Carter Fed, a sophomore at 10-17, and 17, Molina 12-19. and 19. Now Molina gets a reversal right to the back. He's going to get a pin here. Minute 10 to go. He's got it locked up beautifully. 
Molina just got to step a little bit back toward this way. And is he going to get it? Man, this is close. Molina comes up high, trying to put all the pressure on the chin. You hear the crowd. He's got the reversal. He's got the three-point near fall if he can't finish it off. But he's got 50 seconds to go here in the center of the mat. Molina trying to get the pin. All but done. Fetty is really working off the bottom. Finally bellies out. Oh, man, Molina had him in trouble for nearly 30 seconds, and they just didn't slap the mat. So it's 5-2, to two. Noah Molina down to 25 seconds to go here in the first period at our 220-pound weight class. Columbus leads our duel 31-16. Heavyweights Brandon Moore, Bryce, and Huey are expected to come next. 120 will be our last weight, so after this, we still have four more matches to go. Carney needs to win them all. Most likely to uh, have a chance to come back in this duel. But Noah Molina with a nice move early on. Just couldn't finish that pin off. All but had it. Now we're at the end of the first period. He leads it by a score of 5-2. After being taken down early, he powers out of there with that reversal right to the back. And uh-oh, Noah might be having some problem with the trash can over here. Oh, Noah. Well, no mo. Noah Molina, that's his, his No nickname. pancakes on the day of the meet, Frank. Ooh, try telling that to Noah, man. <laughs> so that is the end of the first period. Noah Molina has a 5-2 lead. and Looks like he'll be okay. Only took about 45 seconds. So the Rowdy's trying to make some noise over here for the senior, who just says, I'm going to take the bottom to start this second period. When we are done with our action, the New West Sports Medicine North Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, and Molina, look at him come out of there like a bull to his feet, and he just rips him down for the reversal. Uh, there's times when Noah shows flashes of some really good things here. Sometimes he struggles to finish these matches off. But we'll see as he throws a nasty-looking cross face there, trying to get that barbed wire position. Well, I looked over at the trash can. I look how red Noah is right now. He'd really like to be able to finish this thing off. He's a guy, he just kind of runs hot all the time when he's out there, and he's got him in some trouble here. It's not real tight, but it might be just good, good enough position to do the job here. If he can adjust back. Carney, oh. The bench, Carney High bench says, what are you looking for? Let's that left shoulder just barely up. Oh, he can't hold on anymore. Noah Molina gets a pin for the Bearcats. All right, good one for Carney High. Noah Molina in control of the match. He wins it by a pin in two minutes and 52 seconds. It gets much needed points here for the Bearcats. Columbus 31, Carney 22. Four matches to go here on ESPN Tri-Cities. We'll go ahead and keep it right here. It looks like uh, any update, Frank, on tape? Uh, no, not yet. Okay. So we are bringing you tonight's high school wrestling here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Our heavyweights, Brandon Moore of Kearney, a senior at 8 and 18. Bryson Huey, a senior for Columbus at 6 and 17. Moore did pin Huey earlier this year in 3 minutes and 19 seconds. Moore coming out. Pushing the issue here. But with these guys, they're going to roll around. It kind of depends on who's going to end up on top here. As Brandon Moore does a nice job 
Taking him straight to his back here. He's looking for near fall. There's the pin. And it ain't over yet. It ain't over yet. A pin in 33 seconds. That's the second fastest of the night. Adrian Bice had the quickest for Columbus in our first match in 28 seconds. All right, Frank, you broke it down. We've got three matches to go. It's 31-28, and you've got uh, what's probably going to be a big win here for Columbus because they've got another number one wrestler at 106 pounds. Yeah, so three matches. Let's see here. Let's look at this. Yeah, six. That's going to be an uphill battle. Looking probable bonus points here for Columbus. 113 seems like it might be a toss-up. Caden uh, Goodman, he's got a few few good things he can do. Gosh, those guys have even records, and then you got to figure Archer's favored at 120. So we're not out of the woods yet here, but I could see Carney High could win two of these last three potentially. Well, they at least have a chance now uh, coming up here with back-to-back -back pins at 220 and heavyweight. It puts them right back in it. So here we go. 13 and 14 freshman in Tavian Miller and a 20 and 1 sophomore in uh, Brennan Delano. He's ranked number one. He finished fourth last year as a freshman. And right now you're not thinking win. You're thinking staying off your back if you can. Yeah, yeah. And Tavian's very savvy wrestler. He doesn't have a ton of varsity. This is his first year of varsity here, but he knows wrestling, knows the sport. His dad, dad David, is one of the assistant coaches. and. Uh, very knowledgeable as well, and so he, he knows how to control these positions. If if he can just manage to not get uh, out out hustled or or, or uh, out muscled, I guess, in a lot of these spots. In a match that ended uh, just a little while ago, Carney Catholic does edge Gibbon 36-33 in their duel tonight over at Gibbon, and the Aurora boys lead Carney Catholic 14 to seven after one on Power 99. And our six pounders are about ready to go off the uh, mat here at the wrong edge of the stage. Yeah, that's what makes the stage exciting there. Is Miller does a nice job controlling that overhook. Pushes Cerny right off, or sorry, Delano right off the mat. So did we see the Columbus pull the switch here? I'm just, I'm just now realizing this, Doug. That's oh, lead yeah. by Cerny. Okay, that's right. So Cerny is a sophomore at 14 and 15, and they're going to bump up their number one wrestler. And so Miller, and we heard that maybe Columbus this would be the only chance where they might make a move. And with the duel close, they've taken a chance. So Miller gets the takedown. So Cerny drops down from 13 to 06. That should put Delano up at 113. Yep. Not, I, you think that's just because it's David's kid because it doesn't look like it really mattered where Delano wrestled? Well, I think... They've, if if you've got Cerny who can weigh in at 106, then that's to your credit to where they think they think that's a toss-up either way. So if they have a better chance maybe at six where he's down there, then that's that's the right call. Okay, take down for Miller, and he's going to be able to ride things out here. We'll go to the second period. Tavian Miller leading Levi Cerny in a battle of sophomores. And both with very similar records, 13-14, 14-15. And it's 2 to nothing. we go to the second period. And it will be Cerny taking bottom to start the second. 31-28, Carney leading our duel right now. 
But kind of now as it sets, this is a must win for Carney right here to have any chance because that Helan Cerny match, uh, Blake Cerny will be the big one to end our duel. Absolutely, yeah, they have to win two of these three for sure. And uh, it would be nice to, if they could get a bonus point somewhere. However unlikely it might seem. You know, you gotta figure Levi Cerny is gonna get six. That makes it 37-28. Just a win here would make it a six-point matchup. And then not only would Hila have to win, he'd have to get a pin. And we got a caution here on Carney on the restart. So Tavian Miller, if he could just find a way to get a major. I mean, he first he's got to win, but if he could find a way to get a major. Well, like I said, he's got some tricks in the bag. You know, he he's definitely wants this top position here. They're having him ri continue to ride and see if he can work a turn. And if you're you're Cerny in this one, you, you stay off your back, man. That's the main thing. That's your main job. Obviously, win the match if you get the opportunity, but do not give up bonus. And we're down to a minute to go here in the second period. It's still two to nothing. Miller of Carney over Levi Cerny of Columbus as they come off the mat, and there's just been no indication that Cerny is going to be able to come off bottom. Miller's really kind of controlled that wrist the whole time, but he hasn't been able to do anything with it. Tavian might be able to suck him back here as he tries to, but now Cerny bails back to his belly here, under 45 now. Miller trying to maybe, is he going to come out to the side here, Frank? Well, he's got to get a wrist first. Cerny's just doing a nice job of doing just enough just to stay out of trouble. Would you say Cerny's doing anything on bottom? Well, uh, there he gets out. Yeah, I mean, I've I've definitely seen seen worse. I I think he's doing I think he's doing everything he can just to yeah to not get turned for the Fif for the most part. Fifteen seconds to go here, so it looks like Tavian Miller doesn't score, but he's able to ride him out the entire second period. So we'll go to the third. Miller of Carney two and Levi Cerny of Columbus nothing, and it will be his choice, and he will take bottom to go to the third. So Miller trying to pick up the win, trying to get this duel even at least with two matches to go. Ankle pick right off the whistle for Cerny. Usually you see a little more scrambling and worm-like action from these young six-pounders, but that hasn't been the case here so far. It's been pretty good top control. Pretty controlled here. Tavian's got to get to work on on bottom here, Cerny doing a nice job just controlling him. As he does, Tavian gets to his feet here. Gets his one. Now we got to hope for something feet to back if you're a Bearcat fan. Three to nothing with a minute 24 to go in the match. On a restart now. Off the quick whistle. So they'll go back to the middle. Three nothing the score. So we will see what happens here with uh, Carney High as the Bearcats need a win here to stay alive in this duel and then it would still be a little bit of a long shot. I thought Henry knew all the rules by now. <laughs> Sorry, we were doing a bonus point update there. No, that's good. That's, 
That's right. You got to teach them young. I thought about just leaving the mic on so you could, so everybody would know. <laughs> but we'll let you go. That's right. The question was, how many points do you need for bonus? Yeah, and uh, you got to be up by eight. It's three an, right now. Need an eight-point victory here. We need take down, take down to the back would do it. But not much going on. Forty seconds. Yep. Miller in on a shot. Cerny just trying to hold the leg. Yep. Cerny's got the hands locked there. I mean, he's he's doing just enough. I mean. If you're Carney High, you want a stall call, but I, I don't think it's been justified yet. Or a stalemate, and that's what, what we did get. Maybe yep. that was more accurate, right? So we will get a stalemate, but 3 nothing. Tavian Miller. Ooh, Columbus trying to go with a toss here, and he lost the head, so there's the takedown for Miller, but that makes it 5 to nothing. And there's not enough time left. It doesn't look like Frank to turn him. He hasn't been able to do it for any part of the match. And Carney's going to get the win, but no bonus at 106. A solid matchup for Tavian there. A little bit of pressure for him on the stage, but nice solid win. And so a win for Carney. We are tied at 31 with two matches to go in the marquee match coming up at 120. We'll take a break here on ESPN. The quarterback counts on his O-line for protection in the pocket. You can count on me, Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau insurance agent, and McKenzie to protect your family's blindside no matter what life throws at you. We are here to handle all your auto, home, life, and business insurance needs. Don't scramble around working with multiple insurance companies. Contact us today at 308-234-2222 and see how we can help protect what matters most. Call me, Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau agent, or McKenzie at 308 Three four twenty two twenty two. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Doug Duda, Frank Cuchera back with you here on ESPN Tri-Cities, KXPN Carney, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. We're at 113 pounds, Frank. What do we got going? Yeah, Brennan Delano, as like we said, Columbus doing the bump up here. Maybe a little risky as Delano's giving up a few pounds here as Goodman steps over. Has Delano in some trouble. Delano scrambles out. Oh, nice job by Delano to scramble out of it. But Goodman continued to float the hips and float around behind. No points awarded in this flurry. Both guys are on their backs there, but I, I think that's the right call, Doug. Oh, man, I, I thought Carney had for sure the two. Uh, it was close. And oh, there it and is. There it yeah. The two is awarded. So, Caden Goodman, just a freshman, 14 and 17, against the number one ranked 106 pound wrestler in the state, Brennan Delano, who's 20 and 1. So, and this, a nice way to get it started. That's what makes these uh, these switches so so interesting. You know, pressure does funny things, even even to the most seasoned. And and Brennan Delano, he's, he's I hate to say it, he's just a sophomore, right? So, Maybe hasn't been in the fire a ton, but he seems to be pretty well composed still as he's right back into a, a shot here. But again, he weighed in 106, so he's automatically given up uh, seven pounds, probably more at this point. And we talked about it earlier. Carney had a couple of leads early in, in, in a couple other matches and couldn't hold on. And kind of the key right now is not to get pinned. Uh, Goodman is a 
huge underdog in this match. If he can avoid getting pinned, that would allow Archer Heelan to have a chance to win the duel for Carney at 120 pounds because uh, that'll be a top five matchup against Blake Cerny, a two-time state qualifier. Yeah, absolutely. Delano has come out pretty hot here. He's been in a lot of shots, but Goodman's done a nice job of stopping him at every turn and, and maybe uh, starting to zap on the gas tank a little bit of Delano. As Goodman goes for an ill-advised twister there, didn't need to do that and gets caught on his back. Only gives up a takedown, though. Yeah, that was almost disaster right there for Carney. And Cademan, he's he's scrappy. I mean, he's he's going to wrestle his, his heart out the entire time. But but yeah, that's that's a just a decision there that didn't need to be made. And he got turned to his back, but just his time expires, so there are no back points, and it is going to be three to two in favor of Brennan Delano of Columbus as we go to the second period. And it looks like it's Columbus choice. And Delano is going to take bottom. He is going to take choice and go bottom here in the second. But, yeah, as you said, if you're Carney High, so far so good in this match. Yeah, it's, and there's a caution on top. But, yeah, that <laughs> if he hits that twister, which would have been amazing, uh, then the place goes bonkers. But it is something that you do against someone a little bit more of your ilk, I guess you would say. Yep, and, you know, I don't care if you're only a sophomore or not. I mean, Delano's 20-1 and one for a reason. I mean, he's a very savvy wrestler. He's able to get the escape here to start the second period, so Delano is up by a score of 4-2, to two, and he's in on a shot here, not to the back, but it is a takedown. Yep, and that was, again, just Goodman just pressing the issue too much, and, at some point, you hope it registers with him that you just can't afford to give up any bonus here. I mean, you you, you hate to discourage someone to, from going out and giving their all in every position, but. You mean when they Duda, don't swing the bat till you have two strikes. <laughs> okay, coach. Delano's running that wing there. Goodman does a nice job. Kind of hips him over there. Kind of a little funky position there. Oh, Goodman had a chance to get, a, get away, but no, I think Delano was able to lock on the leg and secure that no change of position as they went out of bounds. So 6-2 to two in favor of Delano on a restart here with 57 seconds remaining in the second period. This is the next-to-last match of the duel with Columbus. It's all tied at 31. Glad to have you along with us here on ESPN in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth bringing you this conference duel while Carney Towing is on the road. Bringing your vehicle home, don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. We may need him to tow Mr. Delano off the top here. Yeah, he's kind of putting a ride on Caden here. Almost tricked him in there uh, with a little, gosh, I don't even know how to describe that. It's it's kind of a funky, cheap little tilt where you kind of, you got a tight waist and you walk your foot around front there and the other guy's really enticed to grab a hold of it and as he does you, you can uh, sometimes catch him on their back but short good. time here in the second period Goodman fortunate not to give up any back points there he's up to his feet he's very close to one but he's got to get that he hands broken he did at the buzzer Caden Goodman so he's still down six to three but again folks this is one of those rare instances we're not talking about winning this mat we're talking about surviving this match, and he has decided to go bottom here where you can 
you know, run some clock if you want to. 6-3 the score. Number one, Brennan Delano of Columbus leading the freshman, Caden Goodman of Kearney. Goodman uh, lives to fight another day. I think he thought the match was over. He popped his headgear off after that last period here. Starts in the bottom position. He had his hips out there. He had a chance from a sit-out position there. Just quit moving. And now he's to his feet, gets his escape. He pulls within a takedown here to tie it up. Delano right back in, head inside single leg. Goodman, Goodman looks like he's got some gas in the tank here. He's definitely, like we said, he's got the weight advantage. He's got to push away from, from Delano in that position and, and free up and try and go around. Delano does look a little gassed. I thought that in the second period. He tried to get a little moment there for his headgear, and now we've got a caution for a false start. Delano went to the head before the whistle blew on a neutral. Well, like I said, Doug, these are both young guys. It's a high-pressure situation. Pressure does funny things. Pressure and a few pounds. Oh, but Delano just powers through a double leg there, straight to his back. Great, great finish for but the discoverer. No back points yet. A minute five to go. Eight to four, Columbus on top. Goodman just trying to survive another minute, but he's going to get turned he's here, it looks like. He's going to give up some back points here. He's got to be careful. None yet. Delano. And he bellies out a little bit. Delano is sneaky good from that chicken wing position there. Running that wing and, and uh, far wrist. 45, 40 seconds to go. Now he's going to look cross wrist roll here, but. Goodman gets to his feet. He's going to look for a stall warning and a get it for not returning to the mat. Oh, there's a good hard return for Delano there. 30 seconds left. Goodman has got to get back up. He's got to peel those hands off. Delano's got two on one. Delano needs to continue to work side to side here if he doesn't want to get dinged for stall as he goes ahead and, and cuts him loose now. Gives one escape. Kind of an interesting choice, but Goodman's not going to make him pay for it. He kind of falls right back into that single leg shot there. They are going to get a stalemate. Columbus and Delano up 8-5, nine seconds to go. Delano is gassed. Goodman trying to take one more hero shot. Uh, Goodman needs to just spin the corner here off of Delano's shot, but he just lets him hang on from that underhook position. But it, hey, great effort. So we've seen both teams try and make a switch here. Well, here's. You, you can't say that it worked out great for either one of them. No, and you know, I don't, I don't think Columbus has gotten beat in anything that they weren't supposed to get beat in, although that 220 in the heavyweight, 12 points there for Carney. Not necessarily, because that could have went either way, because uh, you just don't know. And now, the final match of the evening. Archer Helan, 17 and five, ranked Number two, a three-time state medalist, two-fifths and a parade of champions second against Blake Cerny, another senior, 24 and five, two-time state qualifier, ranked fifth. And I don't know where we are on our criteria, Frank. You're, you can figure that better than me. But A, Helan must win, and Helan gets poked in the eye. And he wants to get injury time here immediately, it looks like. 12 seconds in. So it looks like we go to... A restart here. Helan must win just to tie it. And if he can find a way to win by bonus, Carney wins the duel. What a matchup. What a duel. What a way to finish the night off here. 
It did not look like this is where we were going to be about 45 minutes ago. Carney dropped a couple, and now they're back in it. 34-31. Cerny in on a single leg here. Keelan with the front quarter. He's trying to really stuff that head. He's kind of got Cerny in some trouble, but Cerny is fighting at it. I mean, this is just a battle of wills right here. 50-50 situation. If Heelan can break that, continue to circle right and break, pop Cerny's hips over, he's going to be in good position here. He's just got to continue to push that Henry. He needs to circle to the right. Yeah, it looks like look Heelan, at, if he gets two, he could get five. Yeah, Cerny is just fighting it with everything he's got. We'll see if it wears him out. It's gonna might probably wear one of them down eventually here. As Cerny battles through it, pops his head up here, now looking to finish, come out the back door as Heelan is draped over the top. Cerny's got Heelan in a little bit of trouble here, but Heelan able to crab or lock on over the top there and, and wait out for a stalemate. 37 seconds to go in the first period where scoreless had a lot of action right off the whistle. So now let's see who gets the best shot here, Heelan and Cerny, as they circle in the middle. Again, that's a tunnel of adrenaline, a ton of energy and, and power that goes right out there in that first minute. Cerny might be starting to get to Heelan. Heelan thought he got poked in the eye yet again. He looked at the referee and said something. 10 seconds to go in this first period. And Cerny in on a single here with five seconds. He trips him and he is going to get the takedown at the buzzer. Cerny with a late takedown of Heelan, two to nothing. Yep. Uh, Heelan tried to get a, oh, a little over aggressive there at the end there. And a, just a really, really nice reshot by Blake Cerny. Very savvy, savvy takedown there at the buzzer. So Cerny will take bottom to start the second period on a score of two to nothing. So Heelan's got to work from the top again here. Yeah, Archer's got that leg in on the left side here. Working that power half, but official, official doesn't think he's doing enough, so they call a stalemate there. How would you categorize Archer as a wrestler on top position? I think he's pretty solid. He's pretty solid. Um, will turn most people, but, you know, a top five kid like this, uh, I, I think, honestly, it's going to be a, a tough task to turn him. So a late takedown in the first period for Cerny. That could be huge. I could see this thing being a, well, I don't know. I don't know if I could see 2-2 two, two or not. Yeah, we'll see what, I mean, even if Heelan gets a right out here, you know, then it's Heelan's choice. You know, do you go down or do you just go neutral? Because, you know, you're going to need to take down either way. Well, Heelan's working. Yeah, I, I think he is. I mean, it's just it's difficult from that position. I think both guys are working. And as uh, Cerny pops a leg out and, and Archer's a little bit high and has to bail out, now Cerny's up 3-0 here. Under a minute here in the second period. So, big minute here to go. Talked about this earlier in the match. You know, if Cerny gets two, then maybe it's over at 5-0. Instead, Heelan's in on a shot. Can he make it 3-2? Yep, Heelan in on an open double leg there. I'm surprised he got to it. Cerny kind of fed him his hips a little bit. Archer was in good position, but now Cerny gets right back to the single leg with the wizard position here. Heelan tried to jump up top for a near side cradle. And we get a potentially dangerous. Yep, had that, had that left ankle, or sorry, right ankle just out to the side and up a little bit too, too far. 
All right, it's three to nothing. Cerny of Columbus, 20 seconds to go. Second period, neutral. He's in on a single. He's got that left leg of healing. Goes for that ankle whip again. This time he didn't get it like he did at the end of the first. Plenty of 10 seconds left here. Healan's got to get to that. Oh, Cerny pops his head out, secures both legs. Another takedown at the end of the period. Two late period takedowns. And now Healan, Archer Healan's going to have to come up with a heck of a period. And he has decided to just go both up. So he'll go neutral position here. And we have a stall warning because the shoelace come untied. Is that what I got Correct. there, Frank? Yeah, shoelaces must be secured in some fashion. Um, if it comes an issue, yeah, then it's a stall warning immediately. So that's what we saw there. We're so back, back at it, down by five here. Heelan didn't want to waste time trying to get off bottom. He wants to set up. <laughs> he looks like he's trying to set up the twister. Well, yeah, he's trying that front quarter. Cerny continues to kind of dive back under there. This is what Heelan did right at the beginning of the match and couldn't quite get him turned. So what I can see is if Archer can keep working that motion where he's trying to go, circle to the left, push ahead down the left, and maybe let that head pop up and try and pancake him back the other way. But they're a little bit out of position now for there. 34-31, Columbus has a three-point lead in the duel. This is the last match, and Cerny has the lead for Columbus, 5-0, and he's in on a single again. Yeah, Cerny has just been relentless in getting to Heelan's legs on every single attempt, and whether he's scoring or not, he's taken up a ton of time off the clock as we're inside almost. We're right at a minute left here as Archer Heelan's down 5-0. Trying to scissor the head to stay alive and get his position back, and Archer checks the clock, and we get a stalemate with 55 seconds to go. Heelan needs the five-point move, folks or Columbus will win the duel. On the restart, Elon just comes right in after him. Looking for an underhook, it looks like, Frank. Yeah, and Archer's got a ton of experience. You know, he, he knows how to, to take them feet to back, but again, again, against a quality kid, especially when they, they know it's coming. You know, if it's early and they're not expecting something, maybe trying a, a chin whip here, but Cerny gets his head back to the inside. He's still, still back on that single leg. Going to get another stalemate. 30 seconds to go in this duel. Ooh, Heelan's going to get worn for the ear slap. <laughs> yeah, these guys are getting after it, that's for sure. And that will be a point for Columbus. So it's 6-0, so even the five-point move doesn't do you any good now. Well, fall does a lot, though. Because a five-point move means you got him on their back. So, But running out of time, it's kind of that... that Another stalemate, 12 seconds to go. And Archer has resigned to the fact that it's just not going to happen here. He got off to such a good start. We get a stall call, but not a point against Columbus. And time will run out in the match, and time will run out in the duel. Yep. Good match, smart match by Cerny. Great shots, good finishes. So the final score there was six to nothing, and the final score in your duel is Columbus 37 and Carney High 31. You can watch both teams tomorrow at the 
Buffalo County Fairgrounds in the Midwest Duels. Then college action gets going on Saturday. So for uh, these two teams, we'll talk about who's in their uh, pods uh, for Kearney and Columbus. They could face each other again tomorrow. Columbus is in with Sedgwick County of Colorado, Bellevue West, and Minden. Kearney's in with Norton, Kansas, York, and Gretna. Number one, Millard South is in with Amherst. The Kearney Junior Varsity in Augusta, Kansas. Kearney Catholic's in with Broken Bow, Central Wyoming, and Wahoo. We'll talk with Coach Ryan Bauer, get a few more thoughts from Frank, and uh, head into the New West postgame show right after this from Kearney High on ESPN Radio. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at downeydrilling.com. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers is all about the good and creating more of it. More drive through celebrations, more weekend traditions, more family dinners and lunches, more car picnics and road trips, more desserts, maybe more second desserts, more celebrating being together as much as we can. There's always room for more good and more Freddy's. Keep the good going with a taste that brings you back. Don't miss the 44th annual used boat show at Buzz's Marine in Kearney. January 15th through the 22nd are the best eight days to buy new to you. These used boats are fully serviced, detailed, and are Buzz's certified, so you can buy with confidence. During the used boat show, special show pricing, pro shop discounts, giveaways, and more. Buzz's Marine's 44th annual used boat show, January 15th through the 22nd. Open extra hours Sunday and Monday. Learn more at buzzesmarine.com. Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central, Kearney. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus, it quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st, on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. Well, the score wasn't what Carney wanted, but in the end, uh, it was another successful duel here, moving it into the Carney High Auditorium, which the Bearcats do at least once a year. 37-31, Columbus gets the victory. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. One of those things in sports, Frank, where when you do break down a duel, it's not like breaking down a football game where you go, yeah, we know there was a fumble in the third quarter that kind of turned the tide in this one, or we know this play. 
because when you do talk about this, you are talking about the individuals. And Carney in the middleweights uh, didn't get a couple that maybe that that they were anticipating, and then they get a couple of nice ones there. A heavyweight, uh, a switch at 06, and Tavian Miller gets a good wrestle. And Caden Goodman, I mean, that's probably the one that stood out most to me in a loss, uh, as well as he wrestled there at 113. Yeah, shoulda, shoulda, coulda, woulda. I mean, yeah, you you win some of those at the at first part of the duel changes the perspective of things um, but gosh yeah that's kind of been the microcosm of Carney High's season so far I mean they lost by one last week to, to North Platte you know duels that on paper they're highly outranked and and uh, probably shouldn't shouldn't have a chance at these duels and they're just just coming up a little bit short and only lost by four to Lincoln East in the, in the yeah, duel before that absolutely. so I mean that's what Ryan said he goes maybe we're still not even at full strength which you got to get to here uh, pretty soon, and uh, there's not a lot of season left, as we said. Off to the Midwest duels tomorrow, and then down to Kansas, and then uh, that duel with Grand Island is coming up here on February the 3rd, and that ought to be a good one as well. Yeah, I see that one in, in a similar fashion. I mean, Grand Island, it's, I think they're still a top 10 ranked team, and uh, you know, very similar to Columbus. Didn't GI beat Columbus, I think, earlier this year, maybe? And so opening but, night, but uh, I believe I believe was I right on that or was that later on? Maybe that was an opening night this year. Well, I think it was, I it think was it before was. the Carnegie. Yeah, I think it uh, was that invited. Thursday night. So, yeah. Yeah. So it just depends on the matchups and um, and we'll see, you know, we'll see where Tate's at after tonight. He's looks like he's still pretty sore, but but at least up and moving around and um, yeah, go from there. Yeah, that's that's a good sign. Take your chair. That was the scary point of the night. That was a top 10 matchup with Riley Iberg, and Iberg just dropped him on his shoulder, and, and Carney won by injury default at that spot. So uh, the Bearcats got six there that uh, you weren't, I guess, that's not the way you want to get the six, obviously. Right, yep, and just uh, unfortunate turn of events. I mean, you can always uh, wish things have gone differently or maybe wish you hadn't made that decision, but that's the way it goes, and that's that's why we wrestle the matches. I mean, you got to... As a wrestler, a competitor, I think you want those those tough matchups. So. Carney wrestling coach Ryan Bowers made his way up here. We'll get the headsets on him. and uh, Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the Better Bank. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Kearney and Grand Island. Doug Duda along with Frank Kuchera, and we welcome in Carney High wrestling coach uh, Ryan Bauer. And, uh, you know, hey, we, we've got a lot of firsts, and so you're in the gymnasium here with this duel. I mean, the atmosphere is always kind of cool. We'll talk about the kids in a moment. But, uh, Coach, uh, another close one. I know you were talking about Lincoln East and North Platte and another close one here tonight. But what, what do you think about having – a unique event like this. Yeah, I mean, that was our talk before. Um, you know, unique event, you know, we compare that to state. State's a unique event. It's a unique venue. 
uh, Council Bluffs, unique event, unique venue, and um, giving guys the opportunity to get that feeling now, right? This isn't the exact feeling of state, but again, it's unique. It's different. It's not in a gymnasium. And I think the the talk before and the continued talk as we lead up to the state tournament is it's a wrestling map and you stick to your match, right? I felt like tonight we had guys that um, were trying to do more than themselves, right? The best that you can do is your match and stick into your game. And uh, I think that with this group, they're going to grow from it, right? They have the right attitude of growing for it, and I think they understand the thought process. And, you know, luckily we get to hopefully see this team tomorrow. I think there are some things that were some missed opportunities that we can take advantage of. And, um, again, I, you know, the uniqueness of it, yes, this is a special event for Carney High. Um, you know, Mr. Goff, Jacob Ortley, uh, did a phenomenal job uh, of making it uh, an event, right, a special event. Uh, but again, definitely a learning experience, I think, for our team. Yeah, uh, let's talk a little bit about the momentum swings in the duel. <laughs> Which one? Uh, I mean, it, it was <laughs> it's funny how it ebbs and flows, but in the end, it still kind of came out the way we where we thought we wanted to be. You know, if you're a Bearcat fan, you wanted to be within striking distance at the last match there. Um, what, what did you think after that heavyweight match going into 106? Uh, I mean, Tavian, we, I mean, that the Cernies are tough, right? Uh, you know, it's 20-pounders, little brother. There's an older brother uh, before them, and maybe even another brother. I don't even know. I can't even count. Um, but Tavian went out, and he, he, he was aggressive, but within himself. And, uh, you know, very easily he could have just, you know, like Noah Molina got a pin. Brandon Moore got a pin. You could, you know, he could just easily just gone out there and just gone something big. But, no, he, he went within himself. He took care of business, and um, it gave us a chance, right? Caden Goodman wrestling. Because here's the deal, Brandon Delano, he's 106 pounder, but he, he's been ranked number two at 113 all year. He just made the drop, right? And hey, I appreciate the six pounds that they give us, but Caden Goodman, again, that was his most complete match, his most solid match. And again, those guys really competed. And they gave them, they gave us a chance to have Archer Helan uh, compete for the win there. And hey, props to Blake Cerny, right? Uh, Archer and Blake have gone, not back and forth, but they've had very competitive matches in the past. And you know what? Sometimes you wrestle a match and it just doesn't fall your way. And again, I think learning moment, um, but again, Archer went out and competed, right? Wasn't his best match in terms of maybe strategy or maybe sticking to his stuff, but he, he was battling to the end, which I think is awesome. He was so close a couple times too. I mean, he came out the aggressor right away and just couldn't. I mean, we were talking about if he can get the takedown, it's probably going to be maybe a five-point move, and it just didn't happen to start the match. He he used a lot of energy in that first period. Yep, yep. Tell me a little bit about uh, turning around and having to wrestle right away again tomorrow. You mentioned Columbus Midwest Duels. This is this is kind of a good thing. It's almost like a two-day tournament. You got a little warm-up tonight, and then you get after it again tomorrow. You're getting some kids back into the lineup, as you were telling me before before the match tonight. Uh, and as Frank was saying, there's not a whole lot of wrestling left here because in a month we'll be wrapping things up uh, in, in Omaha. Where do you see your team at right now? Yeah, uh, I mean, just the growth um, from looking at Carney High Invite and now it's night and day difference. Looking to our opening night with Hastings, it's night and day difference, right? Guys are learning, they're competing, they're buying into each other, and they understand that this is still not where we're going to be at the end of the year, right? We, we started our sprint last week, and we're building that, right? And they know that we're building, we're starting to – step it up a little bit in terms of getting after it, right? Because, uh, you know, a lot of that first semester is laying our foundation, laying that base, our technique, and now it's starting to get the shape piece of it, right, in terms of really building 
not just that we're being conditioned, but that we're the ones that are being out aggressive from a conditioning standpoint. And so, uh, you know, we're growing, uh, and that, that's exciting to me. And I know it's rough for both of you, especially for Frank over here. Do you have any uh, indication of how Tate uh, is doing? I'm hopeful. Um, you know, again, uh, maybe a little too soon to tell. Um, we'll find out, right? We'll, we'll figure that out tonight, and uh, we'll see see what we got. Anything else for the coach, Frank? No, I think we're good. Uh, great, like you said, a great event, a great experience. Um, sometimes it's tough to control that roller coaster of emotion with young young <laughs> high schoolers, especially. But um, but hey, they they put it on the line and uh, you know put together a, a good product, a fun thing to watch tonight. Yep, it was a fun night. Fun night. All right, coach. We'll see you soon. Good luck this weekend. Awesome. Thank you. That is the head coach of your County Bearcats, Ryan Bauer. We'll be back with the final results in case you missed any of them and wrap things up on the New West Post Game Show next. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you. This is Bob from b, b Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring, but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at b, &B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. b, &B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. Don't miss out on Aurora Cooperative's Ace Summit Tuesday, February 15th inside Pinnacle Bank Expo Center at Fauner Park in Grand Island. Our keynote speaker is Super Bowl champion and former Green Bay Packers legend Jordy Nelson. Attend the general sessions, explore our trade show, and socialize at our evening reception. Our annual business meeting will be available virtually on Wednesday, February 16th. Learn more and register now at auroracoop.com. We'll see you at Aurora Cooperative's Ace Summit Tuesday, February 15th at Pinnacle Bank Expo Center in Grand Island. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Contact Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue Ann and 56th Street in Kearney, also Holbridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. If you're looking for a little more live local sports right now, check it out on Power 99. Carney Catholic and Aurora top 10 boys basketball game. Aurora had the better of the Stars early, but the Stars defense has really shut down the Huskies over the last two quarters. Carney Catholic 42 
and Aurora 31. Kearney Catholic won the girls game 34-29 tonight. Kearney Catholic wrestling edge given 36-33. A reminder that we have Kearney High basketball the next two nights. Tomorrow it's television. News Channel Nebraska, that's Spectrum 99 and Allo 181 here in our Tri-Cities area. Kearney at Lincoln Pius X. 5.15, the scheduled tip for the girls, and then we will be here on ESPN back at Kearney High as the Bearcats take on Lincoln Southwest, a bunch of state-rated uh, Lincoln teams this weekend, and that begins at 4 o'clock Saturday afternoon here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Our Power 99 Saturday coverage is the Lou Platt Conference Wrestling Tournament gets underway at around 2 o'clock. Okay, let's take a look. If you missed any of the final results of our duel, it started today at 126 pounds. And, uh, Frank, I'll let you jump in if uh, there's anything to, to touch on here. Uh, Sam Philippi got thrown against number one Adrian Bice, and Bice got the quickest pin of the night right out of the gate in 28 seconds. And then you had Caden Kuchera of uh, Columbus really take care of Perry Swarm of Kearney. We figured this might be one of the swing matches. Kuchera higher ranked, but he's able to get a late near fall and win it 9-1 to one to get the major decision. Then Cisco Rivas was up on Caden Brownlow, but Brownlow got a lot of uh, near falls and a late takedown for a 9-8 victory, and that put Columbus up 13-0 after three, and that's not where Carney wanted to be, obviously. Yeah, that was um, a, a big, a tough one. I mean, obviously a six-point swing right there, counting on Cisco, uh, at least for the for the win, if, if not some bonus coming in here. And uh, Brownlow just, just hung in there tough and uh, took a little bit out of Cisco and, and uh, overcame in the third period. Kearney got their first win at 145 when Sam Noctical got a 17-3 major decision over Tyler's wingman. Had a big third period to get that done, too. I mean, this was 8-1 to one going into the third and really uh, took care of it after that. Carter Braun defeated Jacob Ranzel at 152. Ranzel had the early takedown and, uh, and had Braun in a little early trouble, but as we saw in a couple matches tonight, Columbus made sure to not get on their back, and he got a pin early in the second period in 218. Then Nick Sutton finally got the Rowdies going at 160 pounds as he pinned Cason Grape in one minute and 10 seconds. Then we had a couple of switches. Riley Johnson of Kearney gets uh, a match against Luis Gomez, and Gomez, uh, kind of another one that we had there. It looked like Johnson had this one in good shape. He was up five to nothing, and the next thing you know, he ends up getting pinned in 243. Yeah, that was the story of the night for the Bearcats. They just couldn't couldn't string more than one or two matches together in a row to, to get that momentum going and keep it going and uh, end on a positive note. Carney made the switch to bump Tate Kuchera up to 182 to take on number seven, Riley Iberg. And uh, Iberg kind of controlled it early on. He had a 5-2 to two lead in this match and then dumped Kuchera on his shoulder. And that's what we were talking about with the coach there a little bit. Hopefully it's nothing major and he's able to wrestle uh, again soon, if not tomorrow soon. And so Carney wins there by the... Uh, injury, what, what do we call that? Yeah, it's not injury default, but uh, it's a Ill illegal well, uh, forfeit. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what the technical. I should have it right. I should have it right in front of me <laughs> because this happened our last meet out, and but uh, so the injury uh, disqualification is what uh, that is. So uh, a disqualification, 
and uh, Tate Kucheri gets the six. But that still made it 25-16. Uh, Liam Blazer, I mean, Sawyer Schilke, a, a great-looking young freshman. This is a kid that's going to be fun to watch because he's up there at 195. But uh, even though he got an early 4 to nothing lead, uh, he ended up getting pinned as well. And at that time, you kind of thought, all right, the duel's over. It's 31-16 Columbus. But then Noah Molina comes out, gets a pin in 252. Brandon Moore comes out, gets a pin in 33. So there's 12 points, cuts the duel to 31-28. And then three matches to go. Columbus makes a move. And Tavian Miller then doesn't have to wrestle number one, Brennan Delano. He ends up winning his match 5-0 to tie it. And then Caden Goodman does wrestle Delano. And he gives him everything. I mean, uh, if that was a four-period match, I think he upsets him because he seemed to have more gas in his tank. He gets beat 8-5, to five, but that gets it down to Heelan and Cerny, and it's a three-point match. And as we know, Cerny ends up winning that by a score of 6 nothing and the duel 37-31. Yeah, it's kind of just clicked with me, a little bit of a theme here for Carney Hyde and I. It was kind of the, the, the unknowns or the, you know, not-so-heralded wrestlers, you know, unranked guys. Losing records with Noah Molina and Brandon Moore, both had opportunities to come in there. Um, who else had a good, a great match? Caden well, Goodman um, with a losing record as yeah, well. Yeah, Tavian was one below Ta 500. Yep, Tavian, all these guys had a chance to step up and really, really help their team out in a big way. All right, uh, we are going to wrap things up for tonight and say thank you so much again, Luplak Conference Wrestling into District Wrestling and where we will be and with track, we're going to be able to cover them all on that Saturday and then off to the state meet as well. And uh, Frank, thanks so much as always uh, for uh, being part of the broadcast tonight. My pleasure. Get you ready for next month. Absolutely. Get me in shape. I appreciate that. And, and I appreciate all you do, Doug. You do a great job. I don't know how you keep it all straight. You watch all these basketball games and still <laughs> manage to get some wrestling in there. So. Well, we love it. Great sport. And, folks, we thank you so much. Again, thank you to our many fine sponsors, including Impact Seeds, Craig Weeches, and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer, where can growers turn for the latest weather, market updates, and agronomy information to help get the most out of every acre? It's easy. Pioneer.com and mobile. Pioneer.com. Great food, cold drinks, and shots of adrenaline. It's more than a night out. It's pulse-pounding action. This is Tri-City Storm Hockey, all season long at the Viero Center. This is the best game in town. For tickets and schedule, visit stormhockey.com. It's cold outside and you want a hearty hot meal. In a hurry, at a great price. Too much to ask? Not at Amigos. Now, till February 15th, any Amigos enchilada dinner is just $5. Our made-to-order enchiladas are stuffed with cheese or taco meat and smothered with homemade enchilada sauce. Complete with Mexican rice and slow-cooked beans, this $5 meal will warm you up and fill you up. Hurry in now for $5 enchilada dinners at Amigos. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Columbus 37, Kearney 31 in our high school duel. Again, Bearcat basketball on News Channel Nebraska television tomorrow and back here on ESPN Radio on Saturday. 
This is Doug Duda saying good night, everyone. Platte Valley Auto, Heartland Chevrolet is Central Nebraska's leader in the automotive industry. Sales, service, parts, and tires. Great selection of new and pre-owned Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, and Ram, Chevrolet, Buick. Three stores in the Heartland to serve you best. Platte Valley Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington. Over 400 new and used to choose from. PlatteValleyAuto.com or HeartlandChevrolet.com. Or stop by and see us. Platte Valley Auto, beautiful downtown Lexington, top of the hill, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Lexington, Southside. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. In this business, the time that counts is right now. And through it all, Nutrien Ag Solutions delivers agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you lead the field. Put time on your side. Find your local crop consultant at NutrienAgSolutions.com. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. The preceding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.